You're listening to Mike T. Property Secrets Podcast, where we bring you the latest news, opinions, and insights on property investment and secrets to success in real estate affairs. Introducing your host, Mike T. of Mike T. Real Estates. Learn the secrets of some of real estate's top agents. It's property made easy with Mike T. Property Secrets. Hi, guys. This is Mike T. Welcome to the show. Today, I've got a special guest. His name is Mr. Chris Atley. He's a Wollongong local. His business is Smack Social Media. Uh, good day, Chris. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good, champ. Uh, how's your day been? Good? Mate, beautiful day in the best part of the world. <laughs> Fantastic. The South Coast is like that. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Chris, so I just want to ask you, what is it that you do in your business and what excites you about it? And who do you help? Yeah, so we're a, a social media management consulting firm. Um, I, I guess the, the easiest description is we manage social media pages for businesses. Um, so there's the management aspect, uh, posting things. Uh, there's the advertising aspect and, of course, the marketing aspect as well. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and uh, you, you. How long have you been doing that for, uh, Chris? Well, I've I've been doing it purely as a business for the last seven months, uh, seven or eight months. Um, but I've always been pretty active in social media in in business in the past. Right. Okay. Well, well I just want to ask you uh, as well, Chris. Can you uh, tell my listeners a bit about your background? I know you're a uh, Wollongong local, but you haven't always been from Wollongong? No, well, so I was actually I'm born in Sydney, but um, did the rounds as a, as a kid. My father was in the police, so a few country towns before we uh, finally settled in the Sutherland Shire in uh, the south of Sydney, which is probably, if, if Wollongong wasn't home, the Sutherland Shire would be. Uh, right. So moved down to, got married, moved down to Wollongong, uh, fell in love with the place and uh, never looked back. Wow, a bit similar to me. All right, cool. Um, yeah, can you can you uh, elaborate a bit on your uh, upbringing, the school you went to, what sort of uh, you know the kids at class that you hung around with, your, your groups that you hung around with, things yeah, sure. like that, and some of your positive experiences, to and a bit about your background as well to prior social media in sales. Yeah, sure. Okay, so. As far as schools I went to, I went to a few different schools um, because we moved around a bit. Started in Arellan and ended up in Gundagai, uh, which is a, a town in the Riverina. Uh, was there for a few years. Went to Maroolan, which is a, a tiny town of about 500 people outside of Goulburn. Um, finished primary school there and then went to high school in Goulburn for a few years. Um, ended up at Engadine High in, in the ninth grade. Uh, as far as who I hung out with, I, I was pretty Quiet um, back in school, which people who know me now would find it hard to believe. So I guess you almost say I sort of hung around with, with the nerds. Um, I was certainly one of them myself. I was never really uh, in the cool clique. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, look when when I was in school, um, I had a couple of part time jobs. I actually used to referee rugby league um, and also worked for. A, Automotive parts company, Repco, just um, on weekends doing things. Uh, yeah, basic sales, a um, bit of retail. When I when I finished school, um, they actually offered me a full time job. Spent the first year there, uh, I guess, selling automotive parts retail, um, and then got wind that a local car yard was looking for a salesperson. I thought, well, yep. Why not give it a go? Um, then I spent about oh, eight years 
in the automotive game. Um, eventually sort of succeeded quite well. I was the number three ranked salesman nationally for Nissan Australia when I was 21 years of age. I was oh, only, really? Yeah, only person under 30 in the top 10. So um, I sort of I, I climbed the ranks pretty quickly. Uh, eventually was general manager of a, um, of a yard um, before I decided to try something a little bit different and I guess expand and, and I got the real estate. Um, spent a few years or spent uh, probably five years in real estate. Did well, uh, based in the Sutherland Shire. Um, before eventually I, I decided that I needed to spend a bit more time with the family. Um, living in Wollongong, working in the Shire, I thought I'd uh, get the real estate in Wollongong and just as a bit of a side thing, did a bit of social media and social media has now taken over my life. My side thing's become my full-time thing. Oh, fantastic. And uh, you said you've been married. Uh, how long have you been married and how many kids have you got there, Chris? Uh, just gone nine years and I've got two kids and one due in a fortnight. Oh, really? Yep. yep. You didn't tell me about the one due in the fortnight. I didn't know about that. I didn't, yeah. No. We need to talk more then. <laughs> yeah, I know. It gets like that. It gets busy. It's hard to keep up these days. It is. I want to ask you a few things, just a couple of fun spots. What's your favourite mu- uh, music, type of music you listen to? Oh, I'm, I'm a complete retro dag. Um, anything from the, the 80s and 90s, although personal favourite is David Bowie. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we're not retro dags, uh, Chris. The 80s is the best, best era of the music out there. Well, I, I tell people that all the time. And the good thing is because they're always remixing the old songs. Yeah. When the new ones come out, I already know the words. It's yeah, great. exactly. <laughs> all right. What about, uh, what's your favourite movie? Top Gun. Top Gun? Oh, yeah. very good. The Ultimate, the ultimate Man movie. Yeah, the first movie I ever cried in. Oh, really? Yeah, when Goose dies, it's, they were man tears. I wiped them away, but um, definitely just one of the best movies ever, or in my opinion, the best. All right, cool. What about uh, favourite meal? What's your favourite meal? Oh, gee, I could get in trouble from my wife here. Um, pork schnitzels. Pork okay. Schnitzels, plenty of gravy, mashed potato. I was on death row and that was my last meal. I'd be pretty happy. All right. And what about the holiday destination? You know what? It's uh, Sydney. Even though I grew up there, um, from, a, from a honeymoon, we went to Sydney, did the tourist thing, and you know what? It was probably the best holiday we ever had, even though we were only an hour from home. Oh, okay. You've been overseas at all? Never been. Oh, okay. All right. That's probably why Sydney's my favourite. Oh, you like me there. I haven't been overseas. I've been in a few states, but I haven't gone overseas. Okay, interesting. Sydney. Yes, there's definitely got a few good spots. Um, now, since you made the transition from, you know, you said um, automotive parts, then you did car sales eight or nine years, and then you've gone into real estate five years, mm-hmm. and now you've gone into social media. Yep. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's been some of the challenges you faced along the way, and how would you get over it? Uh, as far as social media or, or in general? Or? Oh, from both, even from real estate um, and in Social media as well. Yeah. Well, I, I think the biggest challenge that, that anyone who's either in business or a sales role is going to find is finding new business. Um, there's, I think whatever industry you're in, there's always a lot of competition out there. So it, it can be a challenge, I guess, to, to, well, not so much a challenge, but it's certainly hard work 
um, making sure that you stand out from the rest of the crowd and we're just showing the, the general market out there why you're the best choice over competition. Right, okay. And, and uh, can you tell my listeners some of the three life lessons that you, uh, you could impart? Yep. Always have a crack um, and back yourself. I, I think that's probably the best life lesson that I, I've learned because um, yep. I, I can tell you, you're never going to get anywhere. You're never going to get ahead unless you actually back yourself and have a go. Um, always give back. I think it's important that uh, I, I think in this country um, and I, I would imagine you know, with people who are professionals, we've got it pretty good when you have a look at, um, I guess, the state of the world. And I'm just a big believer in you know, whether it's karma or, or whatever you want to call it, I just think that we have a responsibility to make sure we always give something back. Yep. And, and probably the third one is just love people, love, love your family um, and, and make time for them because it's, you don't want to work yourself to death and then have nothing to show for them or no, nothing in your life that's worth working for. Yeah, no, great tips there, uh, Chris. I, I like that. Very, very, very true. Um, and uh, I, it's, I think that's uh, what's lacking in, in this world too, actually. Um, a lot of people get so caught up with their work and they don't have time for family and that also brings in, you know, a lot of breakups and things like that because uh, at the end of the day, you know, if you live to 50, 60, 70, 80 or 90 years, it goes pretty quick. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm um, nearly uh, 46 and I, my son's about to turn 21 in a couple of months. I just don't know where the years have gone. It's unbelievable. So you're blinking, they're gone. Well, I mean, look, we, we, when it comes to work-life balance, that's actually one of the things that got me set on the path that I'm on now. Um, yep. I, I was in real estate, and I was—I think I mentioned you, I was working in Sydney, um, yep. living in Wollongong. I had three days in a row where I actually left work. I left for work before my kids woke up and got home after they were in bed. So I had three days where, where even though I, I was home, uh, I didn't see my kids. And for yep. me, that was, that was the big catalyst in well, what am I doing this for? What, what do I want? What's more important? Exactly. And you've, you've got to have those priorities. Actually, I remember having that chat with you while you were working in Sydney. Yep. I remember you were saying that and you wanted to um, um, move, relocate down home, but you liked Sydney as well too, the, the work there. Wow. All right, now, you, you did real estate for five years, so right. I'm going to ask you a few questions since you did it for five years. Uh, what's the biggest tip that you can give to someone who's thinking of selling their property, Chris? The biggest tip for someone who's thinking of selling their property? Actually, give me two tips. Okay. Don't go with the cheapest agent and yep. don't go with the cheapest agent. It's, it's a real simple one. The biggest problem, I think, people people like to price shop for an agent. And mm. let's face it, it's, it, not all agents are created equally. Um, to, to get your real estate certificate and be allowed to legally sell real estate in New South Wales, um, and I would imagine most other states, it's, yep. it's a five-day course where they pretty much spoon-fed you the answers. Yep. Uh, and look, in my time, I saw a lot of these cheaper fly-by-the-night agents. They'd come and go. 
that have these ridiculously low emissions where you know, they'd be offering you know, virtually no marketing costs. Um, and you know what, there was always one or two things that had happened uh, every time. They'd either completely undersell the property because they yep. didn't sell it, or after a few months, I'd, I'd get a phone call um, from an unhappy vendor saying, can you come and, and have a look? I'm not happy with my mm. that, That's probably, I think that's the most important thing. Um, if I had to come up with a second tip, it, it would be probably to know who you're trying to sell the property to. Um, a lot of a lot of sellers trying to sell, I guess, their home um, and their lifestyle, but right. buying it aren't necessarily going to have the same sort of lifestyle. For instance, um, when, when you get retirees selling a house, um, you know, because they're, they're downsizing house, they're not wanting to buy mum and dad's house; they're wanting to buy their house. So always sort of just know who your market is and listen to your agent. Yep. Yep. Very true. Now, um, what's your most memorable sale when you did do real estate? There's always one that sticks, stands out. Yeah, look, there's a, um, a lady called Mary. There was, was a separation, um, her and her husband, and Mary had one of my previous vendors um, had introduced me to Mary and had a chat to Mary. She wasn't thinking of selling at the time but she sent me a referral. It was the, the people who lived the house behind her. Anyway, got them a great result. And about two weeks later, I get a phone call from Mary saying, I need to come and sell out. <laughs> uh, put it on the market. Um, and it was just one where everything just, they listened to me. They took my advice. They followed everything. And we ended up doing, I think it was $110,000 over the last two months. Wow. Now, I was in a really good Sydney market, but when you compared it to the other properties around that had sold, um, that were similar, similar properties, it just blew everything out of the water. And, and I always remember Mary because she was just one of the loveliest people. I was so happy to get her a good result. And, and she was the best client. I, the, the amount of business that, that she referred to me and, and sent me after that, it was just, yeah, phenomenal. But she was just, it was one of those sales where, she took my advice, she listened to me, just went with it, and, and we just got a, a, a ridiculous box. Yeah, no, that's excellent. Uh, and, and that's the best thing these vendors can do is if they, especially if they get a really good agent, an exceptional agent, that they actually listen and take their advice because we're doing this for a living. Um, and, and, and look, I mean, if, if I get a plumber around to, to fix the yep. think of my house, I'm not going to stand there and tell him how to do his job. And exactly. I think it's hard because with, with property, there's a lot of emotion in it. Uh, what you've got to remember is, especially if you're going to pay someone a commission, um, you're going to pay you know, the marketing, you need to trust who you've got there selling your property. Mm. Just, you need to follow their, even if you disagree with it, they're the expert, just go with it. It's If it doesn't work, you know what? You sack and get someone else. Yeah, simple. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I, I realise that we've had a pretty uh, good uh, last couple of years in the, in the property boom. Yeah. How do you see the uh, next 12 months and to five years, uh, Chris? Well, I think the market's going to steady. Um, I think it has to. There, there was a, a, a big spike there for a while. Uh, a lot of development uh, happened. There was the change in the, um, the zoning laws, I think, that, uh, that certainly boomed things. Yeah. Um, there was probably an 
over demand and under supply for a long time. Look, the good thing is in the Illawarra, it, it feeds off the, the Sydney market. Um, Sydney market's always going to be strong. Sydney's a, a global city. Um, it's pretty much the commercial capital of Australia. Um, yep. There's 500 people in Melbourne, um, I think. <laughs> That's true. And, and, and when, it comes to, when it comes to foreign investment, especially from Asian nations, um, there, there's a lot of interest there. So, so long as the interest remains, which, which there's no reason it won't, that's going to have a trickle-on effect in the Illawarra. Um, it seem, seems to be a, every few years there'll be a boom and then it steadies. Uh, and I think we're just at that point where pretty soon it's going to steady. I think we're still in a little bit of a boom at the moment. Um, so it's probably, if people are thinking to sell, it's probably not a bad time. To oh, sell. Most definitely, yeah. Uh, but look, I, I, can't see the, uh, I can't see the market collapsing. No, oh, I can't see that either. Now, what did you find challenging about real estate, uh, Chris? The long hours. And, and I think that's what a lot of people who aren't in real estate um, don't understand. I think um, there's this perception out there that the real estate agent, you know, they, we, we all just drink all, <laughs> we, coffee. We all just drink coffee all day and play golf and, and don't, really, don't really do much work. But there, there's so much work and so much um, you know, learning and, and constantly keeping up with markets that go into it. Um, hmm. the most, and, and that's what I found the most challenging was just that, that time and the time away from the family. Yep, true. Uh, now, I, I like I always like to ask this question, Chris, makes you think. If you could go back 20 years, what would you tell old Chris? I'd probably slap myself behind the back of the head <laughs> a few times. <laughs> um, look, it would be a very, very interesting conversation with teenage me. Um, you know what? I'd tell myself to always, always trust myself, and I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, very good. That's uh, I like that, Chris. Yeah, very true. You need to trust yourself. And the first thing you said when we were having a chat to uh, uh, one of your tips was to back yourself as well, too. So yeah, uh, spot on. Um, now this is this question is different for everyone, but what matters most to you? In your life right now, what matters the most to you? Oh, my family. Absolutely, my family. Um, yeah, I've got, oh, I've been married for nine years. I've got uh, 2.95 kids. Um, <laughs> you know, and they're, and they're young. This is, I'd probably say this is, I, at the moment I'm living in the best time of my life. Um, yeah. So what matters to me is making sure I enjoy it and the way I enjoy it is, is my family. Excellent. Uh, Chris, what's the best piece of advice that you've received? That's a bit of a corny one. Um, but it comes directly from Star Wars and from, from that wise Jedi Yoda. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. Yeah, do or do not, there is no try, yes. If, if, you, if you sit out and if you decide that you can do something, just you're going to do it. Just do it. Okay, now... Since you're in the social media business, what's what's um, one piece of equipment or, or, or app technology that you just cannot live without? Uh, my iPad. Your iPad. I, yep. I, um, I, I've actually I've just upgraded the iPad Pro. Um, I'm trying to work out how I ever lived without the thing. Um, yeah, look, a good a good quality mobile device, um, be it a tablet or, or a phone. 
couldn't live without it. Yep. And uh, what book would you recommend to our listeners to read? Ooh. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yep. Interesting. I've had a few say that, actually. That'll, that'll yeah. open your eyes. I've only read little I, bits I, of that. If a few people have told you, I hope you've read it. No, I haven't. I've only read little bits of that. I've read quite a few other books, but not that one. I've had, I've, I've browsed through it, but I haven't completely read it, no. You know, uh, I'll, I'll give you my copy next time I see you. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Now, what is one thing that uh, our listeners should do to improve their life today? Take every day, take an hour out of your day and have that as an hour for yourself. Um, no one around you, just focus whether you want to meditate, um, read a book, um, sit and look at the water. Uh, however you relax and unwind, have an hour and do it because your life and your efficiency will, will go through the roof. Actually, you know, since you're saying that, it's very true, and I think we all need that, actually, time out. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking about the chocolate time out, even though I do like time out. Well, you, you <laughs> have that in, in your time. Same time while I'm looking at the river. Very true. Uh, now, who is your hero? Well, I, I was going to say Mike T, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, good on you. Uh, my hero. You're a Star Wars fan. I, I am, but, um, but Darth Vader, everyone would just think I was evil. Um, <laughs> well, at, at the moment... Um, Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter. Um, and it's because of, I mean, obviously he, he's a very skilled athlete, but um, it's because of where his head's at. He's, he's just got this attitude of he's not going to lose. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of bravado and performance that goes in there, but, but I've, I've seen documentaries and I've heard where he's spoken and, yep. and his mindset is he's just not going to lose and he knows what he has to do to win. Um, I remember watching him, he did a workout and he was sweating. He said, every drop of sweat that hits the ground, he said, that's hard work and that's what mm. I'm good. Okay, very good. And what's the world missing, uh, Chris? The world is missing common sense. Common sense, that's very true. Yeah, that's quite the, common. Yeah, well, <laughs> not common enough, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Look, there's, there's a lot of horrible things that happen in the world. And yep. I think there's a lot of things that could just be solved by common sense um, rather than people's agendas. Mm, fantastic. And can you tell us a little bit about what you do with your social media? Yes. How do you help people with your social media, please, Chris? Yeah, well, uh, we, we look after a variety of, of different businesses, um, predominantly I guess my two biggest markets are real estate and real estate agents, obviously because of my background. Um, the other one's pubs and clubs because they, they tend to be a business that's geared towards social media. Yep. Um, I guess there's three aspects to, to what I do. There's social media management, which is actually making sure that the, sorry, excuse me, the, the right posts go up, um, you know, looking after I guess uh, when people send in questions, um, you know, if people have inquiries, looking after that. Um, that also ties into social media marketing, which is, I guess, brand awareness, um, building an online brand for people. Um, 
and then there's the advertising portion, which is purely getting ads out there. You, know, you probably see sponsored content. Yep. Uh, getting getting the ads out there and making sure that they hit the people that it's the, the ads are going to be most relevant to, and I guess that the, who are going to respond to the ads. Right. Fantastic. Uh, and, and Chris, uh, th- thanks for your time. Now, for my listeners, how can they uh, find you and reach out to you? Yeah, look, um, look me up on Facebook, uh, Smack Social Media, which is S-M-A-C-S, and Social Media stands for Sales, Marketing and Client Solutions. Um, or just send me an email, um, chris at smacksocial.com.au or info at smacksocial.com.au. Um, you got a phone number as well? Yeah, yeah, just give me a call directly, 04666. Three one five four five, and that'll get you through to either myself or, or my assistant. All right, fantastic, Chris. Uh, really appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, till next time. Thanks. Good, good to talk. Cheers, Chris. That was Mike T. Property Secrets Podcast, your source for real estate and success secrets. Tune in next time to hear more great interviews. Don't forget to leave a comment, rate the show, and most importantly, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Till next time.